Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. Vinny looks very squeezed. Are you like holding Aww. her in place or is she happy? Okay. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that tail. I love her tail. Yeah. Oops. All right. Well, today, other than admiring Cooney, we are going to be talking about <laughs> and her tail, CCR, which is waving for you. Right. The CCR that we have been reading lately. So um we've got just a couple each. So um I'll I'll go first. Let that yeah, you go hold. first and then I don't have to disturb Cooney yet. Exactly. Exactly. I'll go first. So my first one, um, is Pursuing the Paramedic by Regina Walker. Um, this is, I feel like I saw it. I think Tony Shiloh recommended it on her Facebook page. Is I think I, I remember vaguely scrolling past it and being like, ooh, that looks interesting. Um, so it is a short novella. It is not super long. Um, I read it quite literally in one sitting. Um, I had like an hour and a half and... I read it. So um, Megan returns home to help her sister uh, who is dealing with their aging mother with dementia. And she's from the small town and she swore she'd never go back to, you know, tail, tail as old as time, right? As they all. As, as they, they all. do, right? Um, and her high school sweetheart, Ben, with whom she had a nasty breakup, and that is why she left town in the first place, has also returned home. Bum, bum, bum. You can see where this is going. <laughs> um, and what I liked about this is the fact that um, they really have a fabulous growth and faith arc, um, even in the short book. Uh, and, and most like they, in high school, they had been into drinking and into, I believe even like some, some drug use. Um, and then ultimately Megan decided that she needed to get clean. And that was sort of the impetus for their breakup. Um, and then she found Jesus in, I think she moved to Texas. So, um, it was, it's just, they both have these great, stories of change and you can see then as they're trying to reconcile who they were with who they now are as they're trying to see if there's any possibility of a second chance it's just really nicely done um cool. and well done characters totally enjoyable strong strong faith arc you couldn't you couldn't pull that out and have a story in this particular case which i love when when that's the case um it's the first thing I've read by Regina, but I will be looking for others because I really did thoroughly enjoy it. What's the title again? Pursuing the Paramedic. Okay. Yeah. Megan is a paramedic. Did I mention that? That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why that. I assumed, I assumed one of them was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's my first one. Valerie, what you got? My first one is Bridge to the Present by Robin Merrill. Um, Robin is one of our newer um, Inspire Romance bloggers. And uh, this is several books into a series. I've read some of the previous ones, not all. 
but I'm going to read that. Gasp. 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 You haven't read. So have oh. you read? Is Valerie read out of order? She did. She did. She just admitted it yeah. on camera. And lived. <laughs> so far. So far I've lived through it. Rich to the present. Um, Victory Collins. So her she goes by Vic. Is a backcountry guide in Maine. And uh, so, of course, Robin had me right there, right? Yeah. Uh, Vic Victory is content with her single life, but Cindy, the town matchmaker, is less impressed with anyone who is satisfied with the single life. So I remember Cindy from the previous book as well. She's just totally meddling, but a heart of, <laughs> but a heart of gold, right? Of course. Uh, so she has her eye on Vic. And she also has her eye on single dad, Colt Farrow, who's been wallowing in grief for a couple of years after his wife's death. He and his five-year-old daughter, oh, Lily, there's you know, Valerie. <laughs> I thought, are outside when a dog wanders up. So he leaves a message at Animal Control that no one picks up the phone there. So he doesn't know whose dog it is. Meanwhile, it's Victory's dog, of course. And she also leaves a message at Animal Control and no one picks that up either. So she can't report her missing dog. Nobody can put the, the two keys together. So the whole community sets out looking for her dog. And of course, they find it eventually at Colt's place. And um, so this is how they meet. This is in the first couple of chapters. The story is full of mishaps. I wouldn't call it a romantic comedy in any way, but but some of the, the mishaps are a little amusing. And some of that has to do with Cindy, the matchmaker. Um, when she ropes Victory into helping with VBS. She's one of these people who just doesn't hear you when you say no. <laughs> you know, the kind of person you'd actually really like to throttle in real life, but in a story, it's kind of fun. Um, and then Colt and Lily go on a canoeing trip with Victory and a few other people, some of whom are entitled city people who not only have no clue, but really don't want to have a clue. So there was some really interesting, amusing kind of things that happened in the story as well. And I really enjoyed it and I recommend it to you. That sounds fun. Yeah, mm. sounds fun. All right, Norelle, what you got? Oh, well, I only have one today, but that's okay because one is better than none. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about a novella, um, Daring Mr. Darcy by Carolyn Miller and Meredith Reski. And so I would call this one Christian Worldview Rom-Com. So it's, you know how we talk about in novellas that sometimes it can be too ambitious to put a faith arc in the story. Mm -hmm. And I think often when you feel looking at a, a Pride and Prejudice type retelling, which this book is, I think trying to add a faith arc in a book that's um, novella length would be very ambitious. So it sits in what I could call what I what I would call Christian worldview mm -hmm. in terms of how I would put the story. And um, as I said, it's a modern retelling of Pride and Prejudice. You've got the Americans. In the story, you've got Liam Darcy, who is Mr. Darcy, and his sister, Georgia, et cetera, et cetera. And then you've got the Aussies, and the Bennets are Australian, and it is just hilarious. I mean, as, I love the Australian humour in this story, and Australian humour, it's kind of a little bit British, but it's different. And so I just laugh and laugh and laugh. So it's kind of like, did you guys ever, actually, Valerie, you can ignore this question. Um, have you ever seen Muriel's Wedding? Yes. Beth, yes. yes, which is not PG by memory, no. so don't go and take that as a PG recommendation. <laughs> no. but 
the humor and the that you see in Muriel's wedding is kind of the vibe of this book. Like it, it's very fun. And I mean, when you've got characters like Lydia and Mrs. Bennett, who are just ridiculous and completely twitty and silly, put them into the modern world, and you're not going to get necessarily PG um, no. <laughs> decision making. <laughs> PG PG decision making. Yes. And so um, this book's also set in the small town of Trinity Lakes in Washington State. So it's a lead-in novella that goes into that series. So you actually um, meet Caleb. He's in the story. He's Meredith Resky's hero in The Ocean Between Us. But it's probably more focused on Carolyn's characters. So Jackson from Love Somebody Like You is probably a, a more major supporting character in this particular story as well but it's a lot of fun it's light-hearted <clears throat> and um it's yeah I just it's one of those books that I call a comfort read you know how you're looking for something that's short that yeah. you know is going to make you laugh you know you're just going to have a smile on your face as you read it it's one of those stories and I'm not a massive um, Jane Austen fan, to be honest. Um, I have a very soft spot for Pride and Prejudice. It mm-hmm. saved my English um, high school certificate mark because Pride <laughs> and Prejudice was our novel we had to study and I didn't have to do much work to do well in that. So <laughs> I'll always have a soft spot for Pride and Prejudice. Um, but you don't need to be a Jane Austen fan to enjoy this book. But if you are familiar with how Pride and Prejudice goes in the story, then you'll appreciate the parallels that are in it. That sounds fun. Yes. Cool. I find it interesting. Summer is so busy. Um, you know, we're recording here in in summer and novellas. Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's been a busy yeah. summer, right? All right. So my second one is Wedding at Sea by Melissa Tagg. Um, and this finishes up her um I forgot the name of the series, but it's the one in Maine with the little Miss Muir Harbor. Muir Harbor. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> the Muir Harbor series. Um, and it was lovely to go back and see all the familiar faces. Um, I have loved Wilder, who's the hero since book one. Um, so I was very excited to see Wilder. I was less excited to see Lillian, who is the heroine. Uh, Lillian is sort of an abrasive lawyer um and so it's meant to be it's not grumpy sunshine because wilder is not sunshine i think it's meant to be like enemies to love but they're not so much enemies as they are um annoyed with one another to love <laughs> like they just rub each other the wrong way um really and half the time no wilder to love just doesn't yeah. have the same ring as enemies to love no but Wilder does it mostly just to get under her skin. Like he just, he, he just likes to poke her buttons because they're just right there, shiny and ready to be poked. And she just falls for it constantly. So that's sort of the dynamic that they have, uh, which I think is kind of fun if it's done right. Like Wilder doesn't come across as this annoying person where you're just like, oh, leave the poor girl alone. You know, it's, it's in good fun. It's never, it's never crossing lines um, or or anything. It's never mean spirited, which um, which I appreciate because I think sometimes with enemies to love, you can end up with the mean spiritedness, and it's like, why would you fall in? Like, I get that you should forgive each other, and maybe you could be friends, but why would you fall in love? That's dumb. Um, so, <laughs> um, anyway, it it's really fun. Uh, they solve the mystery. 
that has been sort of hanging over all three of the books um, of Maggie's lost daughter. Um, Maggie gets married to her lost love. It wraps everything up beautifully. Those are not spoilers. You should have seen those coming. <laughs> if you knew, like, you knew that this was book three in the series, you knew these things would happen. So, um, but it was just, it was a delightful read. Um, one of those books where you can't read it in one sitting because it's long, but it's it's one of those books where you're like, man, is it time to read yet? You know, I need to finish what I'm doing so that I get, it's a good, It want you keep wanting to go back. So it was delightful. I love it when a series does a good job of wrapping up the loose yes. ends in a satisfactory way for everything. Yes. And this yeah. one's in my TBR. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but it's there. It's in my Kindle. You will, you will love it. <laughs> I'm looking forward it. to it. <laughs> Maybe next month we'll hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll leave it a few months before I talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just give them the episode number. That's, That's right. <laughs> yes. Well, I know I can In do that. I have 140. Beth talked about it, but I have <laughs> magical powers. <laughs> We're well aware, my dear. We are well aware <laughs> of your magical powers. That's right. Your Google foo. That's right. <laughs> All right, Valerie, what you got? My second one is Western Hearts by Carolyn Arson. Um, what I love about Carolyn's books is that there are no characters in there just because the hero or heroine should not be an only child, right? Like everybody has distinct personalities that really play. So in this one, Kip finds out that his 16-year-old sister put up an ad for a housekeeper at the family ranch without talking to him because she doesn't want to do the housekeeping. <laughs> Um, he arrives home from a couple of days away and finds Nicole doing laundry and dishes. So the background is that Kip's father has passed away. His mother has recently had surgery. The 16-year-old doesn't want to do her share on the, the ranch. And Kip's brother got killed by a bronco a few years ago, leaving Kip with his brother's twin five-year-old boys. So... Um, Five-year-old heaven for Valerie this month. <laughs> it's a five-year-old day, I'm thinking, yes. Twins. Um, so Nicole, the heroine, did not plan to be a housekeeper. She came west. This um, story takes place in Alberta. She came from Toronto because she finally figured out that her sister had, in fact, passed away and left a will naming her as um, her twin's guardian and she had her her sister had been on drugs and had abandoned things there's a whole bunch of backstory because carolyn <laughs> and um but she has the legal authority to take these boys with her and she reveals that to kip within the first few chapters so it's not like all of a sudden she's whipping out this mm -hmm. card um but he's like basically over my dead body and this is where the boys have lived ever since they can remember. And this is their home. And look how much they love it. And I built them this fort in the forest and, and all the things, right? Um, but Kip does not have any written authority from his brother to be the guardian. Um, and then Nicole drops this little bombshell that her sister claimed that um, Scott, Kip's brother, was not the father of the mm -hmm. twins. 
So this begins a legal battle while they both try to focus on what is best for Justin and Tristan. And of course they fall in love. There's a lot of really great twists and turns in it, things I didn't really see coming, although I'm not a stranger to Carolyn Arson's book, so I should have seen, <laughs> seen it. But um, it's the first book in a series, Narelle, not reading out of order here. Yay! <laughs> um, so I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, which I don't know why I didn't think I would, but I'd put off reading it for a while. And then I'm like, nope, today's a good day to dive into this one because I need another recent read. <laughs> um, so I just read this a few days ago and um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I'd like to see that 16 year old sister get her comeuppance. Maybe, maybe she will in book two or three or I don't know, four. She might have children one day that are worse than her. Right. <laughs> right. That's funny. But, I mean, not every 16-year-old wants to help out around the house. I totally get that. But most sure. of them go, don't go so far as to post a notice at the post office in their small town right. asking for help. Who's paying brother for that? My brother will pay you. No big yeah. deal. I hope my daughter doesn't listen to this episode. She'd think about doing something like that. <laughs> want to babysit her nephews. She didn't want to clean the house. She didn't want to help her mother with, you know, stuff. And the mother is like just recovering from surgery and she's just like I just don't know what to do she just kind of gives up Kip's like Meh. <laughs> oh it's great and he's thinking maybe it would be better for the boys to go with Nicole because it's not like he can he's he feels like he's torn too many directions to do it yeah good read recommend it excellent excellent it sounds fun it does sound fun it does when five-year-old boys yeah always fun yeah and in Hard Canada, which is always kind of nice, like if you're, I mean, you are in Canada, so it's not overseas for you, but you know, out of the country, if you're in the US. Yeah. International. <laughs> Very international for me. Yeah. It's the other side of the world. And uh, it's sort of a short episode today because we've all been, we've all been busy. So, but that's okay. What have you been reading lately? Um Give us some recommendations. Let us know in the comments on our YouTube channel or on Facebook. And um, if you read any of these, let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear that too. Um, thank you for joining us at Story Chats. Uh, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash storychats. There's a contact form there too. If you feel like sending an email instead of leaving a comment, you can do that. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell. And that way you'll never miss an episode. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye. Bye everyone. <laughs>